Welcome to Taiwan Report News Brief: News Analysis and Context from Taichung, Taiwan. I'm Donovan Smith. All right, up today in the program, this is another big show focusing on the surprisingly impactful visit by the Czech delegation, which caused waves around the world. We kick off with the practical side of the Czech delegation's visit to Taiwan. On to Prague Mayor Hribs, a city diplomacy. Czech Senate President channels Kennedy and charms Taiwan. Chinese threats cause an international backlash. In the aftermath of the Czech visit, and ending up on possibly the funniest diplomatic letter in history. All right, but up first, headlines. The number of registered companies in Taiwan has increased to a record 712,000 despite the pandemic. The Ministry of Economic Affairs said, citing data, data valid as of July. Taiwan's exports in August hit a single-month high of 31.17 billion U.S. dollars, thanks to peak-season sales, booming business in emerging technologies, and increased stay-at-home orders related to the pandemic. The Ministry of Finance said the country's exports in the month rose 8.3 percent from a year earlier. The number of furloughed workers in Taiwan fell sharply by more than 4,500 over the past seven days, mainly due to the effects of the government's business bailout program, claimed the Ministry of Labor. Taiwan's minimum monthly wage will be raised to 24,000 NT, and the minimum hourly wage to 160, the the effect with effect from January 1st, 2021. United Microelectronics Corp, or UMC, saw its share price soar to close at a two-week high earlier this week on reports that Washington is looking to ban China's Semiconductor Manufacturing International Corp, or SMIC, amid an escalating U.S.-China trade dispute. The U.S. and Taiwan will be holding talks later this year on supply chain coordination with an eye on tech security. SMIC has ties to the Chinese People's Liberation Army. Two members of the Control Yuan, the watchdog branch of government, said they will launch an investigation into whether government agencies are doing enough to, to, to guarantee the safety and rights of migrant caregivers in Taiwan, especially with regards to incidents that involve alleged sexual assault or harassment. Now, I have helped investigate and also reported on so many incidents that I feel confident in saying this investigation is absolutely necessary, and I hope it produces results. The government is planning to upgrade the nation's information security protection plan against hackers, improve the presidential office's computer system, and inspect the anti-wiretapping efforts at embassies and representative offices abroad. The planned upgrades follow a hacking attack discovered in May. The investigation bureau determined that Chinese hacking groups such as Black Tech and Taidor had infiltrated the Taipei city government and nine central government agencies. As well as four private information service providers over the past three years to steal confidential information. Oops. 
The KMT National Congress has officially passed a resolution reiterating the party's insistence on upholding the 1992 consensus. The only change was to add wording to state that the consensus was formulated based on the Republic of China Constitution. Victorious former President Mind Joe said, quote, The 1992 consensus is a subtle and delicate way to force the Chinese side to accept the existence of the ROC, adding that the tactic is crucial toward maintaining peace in the strait. A significant majority of the public would disagree with that assessment. At the same party congress, a party representative said that the the National Palace Museum revenues should belong to the KMT, based on the idea that the KMT and ROC government, when it was a one-party state, brought the collection over from China. In response, KMT Chair Johnny Chang brushed it off, saying that was just a personal opinion. Surprisingly, in a Facebook post, Taiwan State Building Party legislator Chen Bowei raised the possibility that at least one KMT member might have a claim on the museum's treasures. Quote, if Taiwan were ever to return these treasures, it would be to the Qing emperor's descendants of the Manchu clan, Aisin Gyoro, among whom the most prominent is Jinpo Tsong. He wrote, King was considered, or Jin was considered, Mainja's closest advisor and served as former KMT Secretary General. With so many packed shows in the last week and a half, I've been holding off on the Czech delegation story because it was ongoing. They've now returned home, but what a trip it was. Let's start with the basics. An official 89-member delegation from the Czech Republic, headed by Senate President Milos Vistrasil, came on a six-day visit aimed at strengthening economic and cultural ties between the two countries. Vistrasil is the second most powerful politician in the country. Strongly pro-Taiwan Prague Mayor Zdenek Hrib and political, business, scientific, and cultural sector representatives joined the delegation. The China and Russia-friendly Czech president, Milos Zeman, opposed the trip. The visit produced some practical results and deepened relations between the nations in many areas, including signing three memorandums of understanding with Taiwanese companies to enhance cooperation. The visit also resulted in a a decision to allow Taiwan's government-owned banks to open branches in the Czech Republic and the Taiwanese government-invested China Airlines to launch direct flights to Prague. A Taiwanese government official raised the idea of jointly raising funds with the Czech Republic to support business enterprises of both countries, especially those in the startup sector. Museum exchanges and scholarships for Czech students to study in Taiwan were also discussed. Countless meetings across various sectors could also lead to further ties going forward, including a proposed MOU on cooperating on exploring the moon. Vistrasil received a Congressional Diplomacy Honorary Medal from the legislature on Tuesday, making him the first legislative head from a country with which Taiwan has no diplomatic relations to receive the honor since it was created in 2007. President Tsai also conferred a posthumous honor on the late Czech Senate President Jaroslav Kubera in recognition of his long-term support for Taiwan. He had originally planned this trip, but passed away earlier this year.
Vistrasil brought surprise gifts for President Tsai, decades-old photos of Tsai with former vice president of the Czech Senate, and a personal message. Overall, it was a pretty productive trip. Prague Mayor Hrib engaged in some city diplomacy with Taipei Mayor Kuenza. After having received honorary citizenship during his last visit to Taipei, he said, quote, If I would say I was a Taipei citizen, that would be not a political support message. It would be rather a description of reality. In a meeting with Taipei Mayor Kuenza, Hrib thanked Ku for generously supporting the city's COVID-19 prevention measures and sending two pangolins to the Prague Zoo as part of an animal exchange agreement between the two cities. During a press conference, Hrib confirmed there will be an exhibition of works by renowned Czech artist Alphonse Mucha in October 2021 at Chiang Kai-shek Memorial Hall. There will be 200 pieces at the exhibit, 50 of which have not been exhibited in public before. The Prague Philharmonic will also perform in Taiwan next year. In a dig at China's reputation, he also said, I'm really glad that Taipei City is keeping its promises. One key highlight of the visit was Czech Senate President Vistrasil's speech to the legislature. During his 30-minute speech, Vistrasil emphasized the importance of legislatures in standing up for freedom and democracy. He said that while legislative bodies in different countries have different systems, their most important role is not only to make laws, but to defend democratic principles. It is those principles that protect people and allow them to demonstrate their various points of view in a society where freedom is fully recognized and cherished by members of the public, he said. Quote, functional democracy in the in the independent and democratic world must acknowledge that a human being and a human life has the highest and I repeat the highest value. But it was his clothes that generated headlines around the world. Quote. Please let me also express in person my support to Taiwan and the ultimate value of freedom and conclude today's speech at your legislative yuan in Taiwan with perhaps a more humble but equally strong statement. And he ended his remarks with, saying that in Mandarin, which means, of course, I am Taiwanese. He was clearly invoking John F. Kennedy's I Am a Berliner speech. His speech drew a standing ovation from Taiwan's lawmakers and won the hearts of countless Taiwanese. It even caused a stir back home in Czechia. Czech media reported that when Vistrasil arrived home at Prague Airport, his delegation was cheered by over 100 people. Members of the crowd were seen holding signs that read, Thank you, and We Are Taiwan. Referencing the I'm Taiwanese speech, an online store that sells T-shirts with designs related to Czech political events, recently began selling T-shirts that read I am Taiwanese in Czech and Hanyu Pinyin. The demand was so high from Taiwan, they are in negotiations to find a partner in Taiwan. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi on a charm tour, tour of Europe to shore up relation, relations uh, to shore up relations in Europe issued threats saying anyone who challenges the one China principle will pay a heavy price, referring of course to the delegation. 
This drew the sharpest comments from European powers in recent memory. German Foreign Minister Heiko Maas stood up for Vistrasil, telling his Chinese counterpart that threats have no place here and that Europeans stood together shoulder to shoulder. Quote, we treat our international partners with respect and expect them to do precisely the same in return, he said. He was soon backed up by France, Slovenia, and the Czech foreign minister, as well as by a letter signed by lawmakers from many countries. Now, this is a big deal. While frustrations have been brewing between China and Europe for some time now over many issues, that it was the Czech delegation showing support for Taiwan that finally caused them to snap back shows their frustrations with China over their bullying over Taiwan. This may lead to other delegations shedding their fear of China and visiting Taiwan. There have already been some calls to do so from academia and in the media. Following the return of the delegation to Europe, Vistrasil called for follow-through on their trip and for further ties to develop. President Tsai praised his courage and rebuked China for their response. The China-friendly Czech Republic President Milos Zeman called the delegation a boyish provocation. That prompted the Chinese communist mouthpiece Global Times to run an article entitled Czech President Slams Senate Leader's Taiwan Trip, Easing Tensions with Chinese Mainland. The only fallout for the Czech Republic appears to be the cancellation of a Chinese order for $234,000 U.S. worth of pianos. But even that backfired as Czech tycoon Karel Komarek stepped in and paid for the canceled order and is donating the pianos to local schools. In short, the trip was a success for Taiwan, the Czech Senate, the Prague mayor, and something of a diplomatic disaster for China. The Czech trip led to what is possibly the funniest diplomatic letter sent in history. It was sent to Wang uh, Wang Yi, China's foreign minister, by a district mayor in the city of Prague. I should emphasize here that he's only the mayor of a district, not the mayor of the entire city. Here is the letter and has been checked by a Czech buddy of mine, and that the translation is more or less okay. I should warn you, it contains some profanity. So it's addressed to Comrade Wang, Minister of Foreign Affairs, People's Republic of China, etc. And the title is Calling for Immediate Apology for Threats Against the Czech Republic. Esteemed. This was the last time you opened your mouth about Czech Republic. Your behavior has substantially crossed the lines of what is diplomatically acceptable. You dare to threaten the Senate president with pay a heavy price, you unmannered, rude clowns. Now listen to me, comrade minister. PRC will apologize ASAP for the shameless threat. And when I say ASAP, I mean right now. I want to have it in 24 hours on the table of the Czech foreign minister. By the way, he agrees with me, but has to keep his mouth shut because of a pact with a not very sane mercenary Milos Zaman, that's the president, and our premier co-conspirator Babis. They're both pro-China. But that doesn't mean you will bully us like this. 
be ashamed and, and acknowledge that in future, even a tone which would implicate threat towards representatives of our sovereign country, I will make you pay a heavy price for bullying and you won't like it. You will not train us from position of strength, and I warn you that the reaction from our side will be the same, even if you had invested 14 times more than our friends from Taiwan, instead of 14 times less. Wake up. You will not shit on us. Do not let this be repeated. Send me the copy of the apology by email so I can put it in the archives and forget your pathetic diplomatic fuck-up you have just made. Don't piss me off with pretending regards, Pavel Novotny. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's hilarious. All right. Be sure to support us as a patron on Patreon. Click like and subscribe and all that good stuff and check us out at report.tw. This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our patron at report.tw.